more lengthy synopsis of the Adi Lila than the very brief synopsis that he gave earlier at the beginning of the chapter. <clears throat> and he began the narrative, synopsis of the entire narrative of the Adi Lila, where? Where did it begin? What location? No, no, no. We're in this chapter. It's beginning now. It's beginning a synopsis of the Adi Lila. Where did he begin? Konvanchapurna lagi prajendra kumar. Abhatina huitta mani korilo vichar. This is our verse from last night. So it begins in in the land of prajendra kumar in Vrindavan, in Goloka. Because Gaur is Krishna. And he's Krishna in a particular mood. And Kaviraj Goswami begins his synopsis of the Adi Lila here with mention of that mood in terms of Brajendra Kumar Krishna's introspection, contemplation, um, deep uh, questions auto-psychoanalysis that he is uh, subjecting himself to and he comes to the conclusion that in order to that he is in need of some measure of fulfillment and as we mentioned last night that in order to make philosophical and theological sense fulfillment in relation to the what constitutes this interpenetration between Shakti and Shaktiman, between Radha and Krishna, the two of whom are thought to be one soul in two bodies. Hmm. So it's not a fulfillment that he's seeking outside of himself. That's our problem. We're seeking fulfillment outside of ourselves because we don't know ourself, to be more full than it could ever be by any measure of material acquisition. So we're to speak then of him. Self-realized souls are said to be atmaram, atmakam. So the God, it must be as well, their source. But here is now a transcendental type of, of need. It's a need in the context of love, which is full, but, but needy at the same time. Or in need, we should say, of expanding itself. The praying of Radha that she embodies is said to be full, but ever-increasing. So, something along these lines gives rise to Virginia Kumar's uh, conclusion that I shall avatar, I shall cross from up to down, I shall, I shall move from the realm of love to the realm of, of, of law at best. And what kind of... Conclusion is that, then we reasoned about 
briefly, that he will fulfill his pursuit of love in a land that is at best, in a realm that is at best, a realm of law. And for the most part, less than that. But the less than that, and the moral law, um, I guess, at, at its best, is the pursuit, the pursuit of love. So, pursuit of love that's at least on its face, in appearance, similar to the love of the inner life of Krishna in Goloka. And there's no other planet like that, is the point. Not hmm? like I said, not in Tapaloka, Siddhaloka, Brahmaloka, Indraloka, Chandraloka, this Loka, that Loka. Hmm? Earth is peculiar in this way. Hmm? So, he began his narrative there. Then he says what? Age, Avatarila JJ, Guru Purivar. So, before Age, prior to his own uh, descent, he arranged for his Guru Paribar to descend. So, of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we know that in, in the context of uh, Krishna's pursuance of the perspective of Radha, the experience of her love for him from her vantage point, um, also becomes a teacher of that love. And that's very understandable because, as we often say, example speaks louder than precept. And this was very much the ground of Mahaprabhu's teaching. His teaching is grounded in the example he himself sets. And from there, of course, there is some teaching, at least in the narrative of Krishnadas, uh, there is. He taught Sanatana, he taught Rupa. Obviously, Krishnadas is putting words in his mouth and so forth. He's putting the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu in there. And he's drawing from the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and knowing Rupa Sukhbhasami got this somehow from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this is what he, what, what he must have taught him. Hmm. At Prayag. And Sanatana's prayer, Bhagavatamrita, Krishnadasa was acquainted with. And so, he understands. This was what was taught to Sanatana by Mahaprabhu and Benares, and so on and so forth. So, um, there is some teaching on the part of Mahaprabhu, some precept, but largely, he taught uh, by example. And... So, as he pursues Radha's perspective, the experience of himself from her vantage point, her love, uh, and he's about to to begin that pursuit, that search. Here we find it. He arranges for his Guru Paribar. It means now all the seniors of Mahaprabhu. And this is, of course, the, the kind of Indian way that the older brother is the Guru, the father is the Guru, the the teacher in school is the guru. Any, the uncle, they're all, they're all. We, we, 
it was a culture in which it was thought one could learn from one's elders. And for the most part, we would think that would be true, but unfortunately today we have elders reinventing themselves and often <laughs> and, and, uh, living out their adolescence and far beyond. Um, typical uh, age of adolescence and so forth. The material, we have a society in which the, the material reality is, is not firmed up. In the in more ancient societies, and certainly in the Vedic society, the material reality was firmed up, so to speak, from the start. Hmm. What one would be was not any number of speculations uh, there were a, a certain number of things that one could be or do in the context of being all that one could be, and as much as the center of the culture was not was not a materialistic culture, but a culture that uh, it was uh, agreed upon within. And the goal is the vertical growth, so there's some horizontal growth, as I put it, material well-being, and so forth, the livelihood. Hmm? in pursuit of the vertical growth, the spiritual development. So, in other words, the horizontal growth is only as good and valuable as it facilitates the vertical growth. But if there is no concerted opinion and sense that vertical growth, in terms of spiritual pursuit and transcending the world of problems, is the goal of life, then then we have to search through um, material existence for that many more possibilities. Um, it's thought that through which we might find, really, I think this is the search, the sense of freedom and fulfillment that uh, from the spiritual perspective can only be found in the pursuit, and the inward pursuit, in pursuit of, of oneself, one's atma, and that in relation to the Paramatma or Bhagwan. <clears throat> so, sometimes we, it's questionable how much we can learn from our, from our, our, eld, our elders. <clears throat> but here, uh, uh, the situation is different. And so, appropriately, the elders of Mahaprabhu who we mentioned are referred to here as they're introduced or described as coming before Krishna by his arrangement. They're described as his, what? Guru Paribar. Hmm. Again, it's also a, a notion of a plurality of gurus. This is, uh, this point needs to be emphasized in, um, in the contemporary Gaudiya Vaishnav, um, world, if you will, where unfortunately um, at times it, the, the sense of a plurality of gurus is is lost, dismissed, if not militated against hmm? in the name of adherence to, to the one and only. Hmm? Um, and often there's an attempt to do away with any other manifestation of guru that one guru, my guru, can be the guru of, of of everyone, but see how foreign this is. This idea is even to the basic 
culture in which Mahaprabhu lived. And this we derive from the very term used here to describe really all of the elders of Mahaprabhu, who now he will go on and mention um, a prominent uh, number of them. His guru, his, his guru, his guru's guru, his guru, from a spiritual um, point of view in the, in, of Diksha, in the lineage, his father, his mother, hmm? mother knows best, his uncle, hmm? um, that will extend to even the, the Chandkazi, for example. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> a Muslim in the community, and to uh, his grandparents on his, his father's side, on his mother's side, and so forth. These are all guru figures to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is part of his guru paribar, his guru, um, what is the term? Guru Varga, in an extended sense. Um, so worth uh, noting and appreciating. Hmm? Sridhar like to used to like to speak of Goloka as a, as a land of gurus. Hmm? A place where even the dust grains of sand are gurus from which we can learn from. And this is ultimately the vision uh, advocated, of course, obviously in, in Bhagavatam. In fact, there's a famous verse in Bhagavatam in the 11th Canto in the Abhiduta Gita, which the two of you are writing a book about. Hmm? And the Song of the Abhidut, where the Abhidut is depicted as um, learning from different manifestations of nature, what are some of them? The crow. The, the what? Crow. The crow. Hmm. Come on, you're writing a book. Hmm. Must be a bumblebee or something. The prostitute. This, that, the other. So many. Hmm? Snake. Hmm. Snake. Hmm. So, nature is speaking to him. In other words, the book has has become alive, if the text has become a living thing. And the environment is friendly. One is always in the presence of one's guru who is speaking to him, to one, through so many other manifestations than the particular manifestation that he appeared to us in, that we knew him personally in, in, in the form of and who taught us this very thing. Look for me here. Look for me there. Hmm? When he says, listen only to me, hmm? at one stage, if we listen well enough and then turn our head, we'll see him, her, everywhere. This is the idea. Hmm? Prabhupada gave a nice example. Um, when Dr. Kapoor raised the concern that your disciples are so exclusively focused on you, you alone hmm, are the only one that they can hear from, because hmm, he experienced that talking with them. Everything he would say, they, they would want to go check it out, make sure it's worth including as, 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 as a, as a, as a um, an element of truth and so forth. Right? by getting the confirmation from Prabhupada. So he said, you know, what's going to happen when you're gone? And Prabhupada said, what I'm, you have to understand what I'm doing. I've planted a tree, and around the tree, 
what I've done is build a fence because it's very young. Hmm? And if you plant a tree and you don't put a fence around it, then deer can come, cattle can come, eat the leaves, for example, and the tree can die. So you build a fence to protect it from predators, adversaries. Hmm? But if it grows well, hmm? then of its own accord, it will overflow and extend beyond the fence at a point where it's healthy and no adversary or no predator can take it down. And, for that matter, it's offering to them, even. It has no enemy. It's offering its fruits. It's got enough. Now the monkeys can come and live in the tree and eat the fruits. In the early stages, if they come and rob it of its blossoms, there'll be no fruits, and eat its leaves and so forth, and it may die. So, this is the idea, of course, it has to grow properly, it has to be watered, and if it's not, if it doesn't understand this kind of principle, unfortunately, then it can see its own um, extended expression of the planter of the tree as as an enemy, even as a predator, and then compromise its growth and its capacity to um, be a Vaishnav, who is a giver, who has no sorrow, but for the sorrow um, in relation to others, who bereft of the... Um, inner life and its uh, capacity to fulfill and so forth. So, very nice and instructive here. You see how instructive is the, is the life, uh, the leela, the narrative of Mahaprabhu. Agya avatarli avatarila jj guru paribar sanchepe kohiye kaha dhaha his family, superiors, prior to him, they all descended to earth, setting the scene. There's another point here that I've raised before, and it's a beautiful point in my estimation, is, uh, and that is that the, the, the insight of the Godias hmm, as to the fact that Gore is Krishna is very uh, penetrating and deep. Hmm. You can find many instances in India um, and probably these days, these days in, in the West as well, where people have concluded that their guru is Krishna, another manifestation of Krishna, or Krishna himself. They lack the sambandha gyan of, of uttam bhakti, but it's not uncommon. There was a fellow, when I was young, before I joined Prabhupada's mission, that um, had... Uh, he was an Indian gentleman in the West, and his followers had posters of him with a picture that said, I am Ram, I am Krishna. So, this is an example. Now, the Gaudias are saying that, oh, this Bengali boy is Krishna, Vishwambar Mishra, son of Sachi and Jagannath, the grandson, son of Upendra Mishra, and from the mother's side, Nilambar Chakravarti. Um, all of them will be, will be mentioned here and so forth. 
Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, they supported it with a wealth of, of philosophy, all drawing support, uh, the premise all drawing support from the sacred text. This is the work, obviously, of the six Goswamis. As I often say, they located Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on the map of the sacred texts and identified him as Krishna. And in a particular disposition, dress, disposition, particular hue and humor, with with Antara Krishna, as we said last night, Bahir Gauram Jiva Goswami's verse from Tattva Sandarbha, inside he was black, outside he was golden. Inside is Krishna, but bearing the golden complexion of Radha and her compassionate uh, nature. Hmm? This is the point. Not such a big detour. But <laughs> well, the, the associates of Mahaprabhu. That's right, the associates of Mahaprabhu. So you. This birth person is saying, I am Krishna. The Goswamis are giving justification philosophically and based on Shastra as to their claim that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna. But, as I said, that's more or less an academic exercise that they did very well, no doubt. Citing verses, interpreting them in ways, creative ways, if you might say, but valid ways, nonetheless. Um, um, but the way in which it's apparent that they understood the psychology of Krishna, that is more compelling. They understood, for example, also, and this is the point here, that if Krishna himself is to come, well, as Prabhupada used to say, Krishna is never alone. And this is the whole Achinti Beta Beta canvas on which the, the, the Leela is, 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 uh, is drawn, the stage on which it's enacted. Hmm? It means what? That the love of Krishna and Krishna are one. Hmm? Radha and Krishna are one. Bhakti, which is the Sarup Shakti of Krishna, is one with Krishna. It is the love that he is the perfect object of. So you can't have one without the other. You cannot have Krishna in Vrindavan without any devotees, without his mother, without Vatsalya Rasa, without Vatsalya Rasa, Vatsalya Bhakti, Vatsalya Rasa, there cannot be any son of Nandamaraj. As I said before, on different occasions, the Bhagavatam has three primary centers. Hmm? There's a center of Vatsalya Rasa, there's a center of Sakya Rasa, and the center of Madhurya Rasa. The chapters in the tenth canto concerning the Damodar Leela, this is the this is the Vatsalya Rasa center. The chapters concerning the, 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 the to some extent the chastising of Kaliya, the Brahmavimohan Leela, the Denakasur Leela, they're all coming in, in order there. This is the Sakya Rasa center. In the five chapters dealing with the Rasa Leela, this is the Madhurya Rasa center. This is what the Bhagavatam, with all of its, whatever else is found in there, is seeking to showcase as windows of 
possibilities. Hmm? Krishna has three identities in Braj. His identity is the son of Nanda Maharaj, Prajanda Kumar. Yashodananda. Hmm? This is his one identity. The second identity is he's a cowherd boy. Hmm? He's got cowherd boyfriends. Hmm? And the third identity is that he is a lover of Radha, lover of the gopis, Gopi Janabalaba. Hmm? These three identities are derived from or in relation to three types of love. The Dasya Bhakti is also there, of course, but it's it's tinged with Sakya for the most part, as we say. Hmm? And even the Dasya Bhakti sees him as the son of Nanda Maharaj, as these Dasya Bhaktas are, for example, uh, helpers in the house of the king of the cowherds, hmm? assisting there. They're not like Dasya Bhaktas of Narai and, and Vaikuntha. They make carry Krishna's shoes or his ornaments as their others are preparing to help dress and decorate him and so forth. So, Krishna is not alone. So if, if if your guru is Krishna, then if you understand Krishna, and Krishna is nowhere more fully explained than in Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the book about Krishna. It's not the Vishnu Purana. It's not this Purana, that Purana. It's not the Upanishads. It's not even Gita Upanishad. Gita Upanishad is there. Krishna talks about himself. But the theological sequel to the Gita, that is the Bhagavatam. Hmm? What, the, what, the, what the Gita seeks to engage our intelligence in contemplating hmm, is played out in the Bhagavatam, the life of Krishna, love of Krishna, bhakti rasa. Brahma Samhita. Brahma Samhita is a good book, but Brahma Samhita is a book that Mahaprabhu said in Chaitanya Charitamrita, all of the Siddhanta of Gaudiya Vaishnavism can be derived from. Hmm? Tattva. It's a book of tattva. It, for example, prominently, this line is invoked. Govindam Adipurusham Tamam Bajami. What is it saying? Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. Govindam Adipurusham Tamam Bajami. It's describing Krishna in relation to Ganesh, in relation to Shiva, in relation to Devi, his abode in relation to their abodes him in relation to Brahma, and so forth and so on, and establishing that he is the Adi Purusha. This is Tattva. Hmm? Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Hmm? It's not a book of feeling. Comparatively, Karnamrita, Krishna Karnamrita, the other book that Mahabharata brought from South India, that is a book about feeling, about Bhava. It is about the, the Bhava of Radha, yes. Hmm? But Bhagavatam, of course, that idea has its seed in the in in Bhagavatam, and Krishna Karnamrita is is not like the Bhagavatam in terms of being a um, sacred text uh, 
that is more universal and embraced by all Vedantins in some measure. Karnamrita is a Krishna Karnamrita book written by a saint, Mahaprabhu embraced it. Yes, it's kind of like, the Karnamrita is like the books of the Goswamis. They have a canonical um, uh, status for us as Gaudias, but they themselves are extensions of the Bhagavatam, like the Goswami Lila Grantas. Karnamrita is Krishna Karnamrita, something like that. It's something like Vilap Kusamanjali of Raghunathas Goswami. The prayers of Thakur and the implications of those prayers, of course, have been written about and commented upon by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, who wrote a commentary on Krishna Karnamrita. But those types of books, these are the, like the books of the Goswamis, the same class, they are extensions of the implications of the Bhagavatam. The Bhagavatam is a book about Bhakti Rasa. Ultimately, it is about the Srimad Bhagavatam. It is about the love of Radha for Krishna. The whole, the, the tenth canto is the, the center of the book. And I've spoken of the centers of the center. And then it can be the center of those centers, which is uh, Madhurya Rasa and a particular type of Madhurya Rasa that Mahaprabhu as Sampradaya makes available that gives one the closest one, affords one the opportunity to come as close to experiencing what Mahaprabhu himself came to experience. That, of course, is the, the life and love of the handmaidens of Radha. Hmm? And his leaders in, in, in the teaching were of such a disposition. Rup, Sanatan, Chijiva Goswami, they're all from that side. Hmm? handmaidens of Radha and so forth. So, point here is this, that that if your guru is Krishna and you understand Krishna, which you will understand from Bhagavatam and of course by hearing Bhagavatam in good association, hmm, more than you can understand him anywhere else, hmm, then you will, if you have that understanding, then and someone says, my guru is Krishna, you will ask, okay, where is Nanda Maharaj? Hmm? Where is uh, uh, Yashoda Mai? This, this is only the question, only question, this is a question asked only by the Gaudias. Hmm? They had the sensibility. Krishna means the Godhead in conforming to a particular uh, measure of love, Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhurya. He says, as they approach me, so in Gita, I reciprocate accordingly. I show myself. Hmm? These types of love are, are, cause, are, in a sense, causal with regard to Krishna's appearance. A nice example is there in Gita Govinda, which is also a similar type of book based on what the Bhagavatam is really saying. In Gita Govinda, there's the there's the, the, the Vasant Rasalila, the Rasalila of the springtime, not the Rasalila of the Bhagavatam and the Sarat Purnim in autumn season. And there, when 
Radha leaves the Rasa dance and 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 uh, um, and 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 also she's searching for Krishna. Krishna manifests before before well the gopis are searching for Krishna. Krishna manifests before them as Narayan. Hmm? And what do they say to him? Oh Narayan, oh, can you tell us where Krishna is? Now Krishna tried to hide himself from Radha by manifesting forearms. But what do we find? He couldn't. He could not manifest forearms before her. It means she was in control of her his form. Her love hmm, corresponds with his form. He could not <laughs> could not change that. <laughs> that is the form hmm, of the object of her love. So this is the one and difference, the unity and, and the difference between Radha and Krishna, between love of Krishna and Krishna. There are forms of Krishna that correspond with love, and there are forms of love. The forms of love are the devotees, hmm? and the object of their love is Krishna in different forms. So Krishna in Vrindavan means, you see how prominent bhakti is. Hmm? It's everything. Hmm? We sometimes say, well, people ask, where does the world come from? We say, from Krishna. Where does Krishna come from? comes from Radha. Where does Radha come from? From Krishna. <laughs> so, here we find it. Now, this kind of logic, this kind of rather understanding of this reality of, of the Braj, that Mahabharata is Krishna, and if Krishna is to appear, Brajendra Kumar is to appear on earth himself personally, and of course, as he is in pursuit of Radha's love, then all, which is what Vrindavan is about, which is exactly what Krishna is about, that is his the romantic Krishna, right? Krishna as the lover of Radha. In order for that to go on, there has to be also Sakya Rasa. There has to also be Vatsalya Rasa. There also has to be the Dasya Rasa. The whole environment has to be there. When Krishna met Radha in Kurukshetra, Krishna invited her to Kurukshetra. Well, come with me to Kurukshetra. She said, that's not going to work. <laughs> that's not what I'm about. My relationship with you requires the Vrindavan uh, environment. Mormon Vrindavan. Mahaprabhu was speaking in the mind of, in the voice of Radha. My mind is Vrindavan. And I want you there. Only. I have no mind for the metropolitan life as one of your, your queens. That means nothing to me. So the Gaudias, they say, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, and here is Yashoda, in the form of Satchimata. Here is Vasudeva and uh, uh, Nanda Marsh combined as Jagannath Mishra. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, here is Gargamuni, hmm. in the form of maybe Nilambar Chakravarti, this one, that one. And so they're, they're all there. Hmm. So, so many of the associates. Of course, the famous book of Gore of of of, of Karnapur, Gorogonadesh Deepika, gives some um, 
description of the associates um, uh, in Gaur Leela, who they are in Krishna Leela. This is one of the books. There's another book I found, just discovered recently, uh, Gaur Gana. I forget. Anyway, I've asked Prahlad to, to, to get a hold of a copy of the manuscript. It's a book by Vishwanath Chakrati Thakur that also describes the uh, persons of Gorlila, the, the, the Gorgana, the associates of Mahaprabhu, in terms of who they are in Krishna Leela. And it's said to give an extended description. And it would be interesting to find from the book how far it extends. In other words, does it extend beyond the time when Mahaprabhu is present and after his principal associates have all departed from the world? Is he describing members of the Parampara? Because there's a you understand what I'm saying? Because there's an argument that that Nityasiddhas can only be present with the manifest Leela. Hmm? In other words, Krishna's associates come with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu leaves, they go with him. Hmm? And after the Leela has become unmanifest, hmm, that the argument is no Nityasiddhas can come because they're always with Krishna. Hmm? They're in Golok. Hmm. Now, some Vaishnavas, of course, consider that uh, otherwise, without answer, without I've never heard without answering that argument. Hmm? They consider that certain persons in the Sampradaya are just eternal associates, and so on and so forth. So it'll be interesting to see, because Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is a is a in the Gaudiya circle a universally accepted. Acharya, hmm? and so he is of the opinion that um, for example, this is, this, is, this is an opinion we find in the writing of Bhaktivinoda, who, for example, saw uh, Gopinath Acharya, to give it to the side of an instance, Gopinath Acharya, who was the brother-in-law of Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, hmm? who was among the eternal associates of Mahaprabhu, and from Bhaktivinotakura's vision, when Sarabhama Bhattacharya went to a private place to school Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Vedanta, it was Gopinath that had argued with him, that, who are you to school Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? He's Bhagwan. And Sarabhama said, <laughs> so your, 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 your guru is God. A lot of people say that. You know, I'm a little more grounded in Sat-tattva and Siddhanta, and uh, in Kali Yuga there is there is no avatar. Therefore, one of the names of Vishnu in the Vishnu Sahasranam is Triyuga. He appears in three yugas, so you're a little sentimental. Uh, so I, I can't take you seriously. Of course, then in the context of schooling Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Vedanta, Sarvama got schooled, schooled. And he was astounded to see the power of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's command of the sacred texts 
after the Bhattacharya explained the Atmarama verse in, what, eight or nine different ways, which was quite a feat. Hmm? Mahaprabhu remained silent. He said, well, what is your opinion? I've just, in other words, I've just like done my best here. I'm trying to really uh, overwhelm you with, with my knowledge. Hmm? Mahaprabhu said, yeah, I heard your explanation, but it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And then Mahabharata explained the same Atmarama verse in 64 different ways. And such a manifestation of Aishvarya in the form of jnana, knowledge, on the part of Mahabharata just it melted the constructs of <laughs> Sarvabhama's mind. He, he couldn't understand, this, oh, this is God. My brother, my, and they started echoing his head, my brother-in-law is right, goodness. I'm an offender, practically. So while this is going on, Gopinath Acharya, who had chastised his, his, his brother-in-law and so forth, nonetheless was curious what would happen in the garden when Mahaprabhu uh, sat, as he insisted, no, I should, I should revere Sarvabhoma. He's like a Siksha Guru to me. He's close to uh, my... my, my my father and knew Nilambar Chakravarti, my, my, my mother's uh, father very well, well grandfather and so forth. And, and so I have to respect him as a guru. I can, I can learn from him. Hmm? So Gopinath Bhaktivinoda Sakura envisions him hiding hmm, nearby in a bush to listen to the Vedanta. Hmm? And then appearing in another generation in the Parampara as Baladev Bhajibhushana who wrote the Govinda Bhasha, which is the Gaudiya commentary on Vedanta, on the Vedanta Sutra. Hmm? So this is an example, you could say, of Bhaktivinoda Thakura envisioning a Nityasiddha, hmm? associate of Mahaprabhu, appearing in the world outside of the direct Leela. We say this is an extension of the Leela. Um, of course, the other famous example in our Paribara is the vision of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsri Thakura, who saw Bhaktivinoda Thakur as a Nityasiddha. Hmm? And some others apparently did as well by proclaiming him to be the seventh Goswami. It's a way of saying something something similar. Hmm? But it will be interesting to see uh, if we can get a hold of the, the text and uh, translate it, what uh, Vishnu Chakrabhi Thakur has, has done there. Hmm? It will also be interesting, I'm interested in, in the book for other reasons, because this identifying of... Gore's associates with associates of Krishna in the Leela is such that it's all drawn. Somebody wrote me recently about this and said, can you give me some scriptural support for the idea that uh, Srupa Damodar is Lalita Saki? Because Gore Ganadesh Deepika says that he's Vishaka, hmm? Gopi. Hmm? I replied, I said that there's no scriptural support for any of this. These are all opinions. Hmm. It's not coming out of the Bhagavatam or the Bhagavad Gita. Gauravana is opinions of persons at the time, as he says, Kavikarna Porter in his book. And there are some different ones, and he entertains both. Hmm. He entertains both, or m- more than two in some, some instances. And it's likely that Vishwana Chakravitalku may have some other nuanced opinions. And here we find in the Paribara of Bhakti Vinod, Bhakti Vinod Thakur envisioned Srupa Damodar as 
Lalitasaki and Ramananda as Vishaka. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami uh, makes an identification between Sarup Damodar and Lalitasaki and Ramananda as Subal Saka. Hmm? <laughs> Both uh, tendering to Mahaprabhu in his Antilila, when he when in the mood of Krishna he feels separation from Radha, and when in the mood of Radha he feels separation from Krishna. Hmm? So there are some different perspectives on this in terms of the details. Hmm? And devotees have identified certain bhavas hmm? flowing at some time within Mahaprabhu's associates and thereby made this identification. You have to understand the spiritual world, the Goloka, is a, is a realm of bhava. We try to give it you know, shape and make it linear and physical as best we can because that's our orientation. Um, but, but that, to a large extent, is, is it something, says something about the limits of, of thought and language and so forth to express that which transcends it, trans, transcends thought and word. Hmm. So we should appreciate from these very descriptions, not there's a problem, there's a contradiction. Uh-oh. This is how I, I the letter I got from from a godbrother concern. No, you broaden your perspective. There's more possibilities. There are parameters, of course, within which rasa um, falls, rasa tattva, and so forth. Hmm. So we don't say, for example, that you will attain stai bhav and then you go to Golok and can choose another one and another one, and, and so on and so forth. Yes, the jiva may have more than one sarup, but the way that manifests in Gaudi Vaishnavism is to have one sarup in Krishna Lila and one in Gaur Lila. Not that you have two sarups in Krishna Lila and you're a gopi and a gopa, no, nothing like this. Hmm. I gave evidence the other day of, of Hanuman, or excuse me, of Uddhava, or of the, 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 the Priyanarmasakas. The Priyanarmasakas desire as is written in Bhaktivarasamrita Sindhu Bindu of Vishwanachakthakur. He says they they desire the love of the gopikas. What does it mean? They have stayibhava sakirasa. It means that, that is a compatible rasa with sakirasa. And seeing it manifest in another in an intensity, they have some affinity for it. And thus it comes to serve their sakirasa as an anuras, or another earlier in Bhaktivedanta Sindhu, before that term is invoked, Vishwanath Chokhi Thakur describes it, or excuse me, uh, Jiva Goswami Swami describes it as an udipana for that rasa. So their maduya rasa becomes an udipana for sakirasa. Hmm. That's not that they become, become gopis, they actually desire the gopis' love. Hmm. They see its excellence. And they also see that there's a romantic side to our friend. In order to be his friend fully, we have to be familiar with that so that we might empathize with him. 
sympathize with him. So in the context of this, they have some desire. And therefore their sakuras is influenced. It really can't be mixed like you can mix sakurasa with vatsalya and dasya. And why? To understand these things, it's often very useful to just go for a minute to human psychology because this is what it's talking about. Again, earth is the place of human, where humans try to find love. There's a shadow of love or a semblance of love. There's not even a semblance of this type of love in Siddha Loka, Brahma Loka, this Loka, that Loka. That's why Krishna, as I said last night, chooses this Loka, this mm-hmm. planet to come. Hmm? At least there's a semblance of it. Hmm? So if we look at human love, what do we find? If I am a, a, a young uh, man and a young, and I'm a friend of a young lady, hmm? then I can't be her lover at the same time. <laughs> We're only friends. No, you two look like a good couple. Then be quick to say, we're just friends. Hmm? You cannot be the parent of someone and be their lover at the same time. That's not good. Right? Hmm? These are incompatible. Hmm? So we cannot mix it. Hmm? But while it is not mixed, in this sense, sankul, and what's the other term, cable, it's cable, it's not cable like the, like, like, uh, like the Priyasakas, just purely friends, because it's influenced by Madhurya Rasa. In such a way that the Madhurya Rasa becomes an Udipana that causes the stai, the stai of Sakyabhav to extend beyond the measure of intimacy and ecstasy that even Vatsalya Rasa does, which ordinarily extends beyond Sakya Rasa. Hmm? Okay. Up to the point, Vishwana Chakritakur comments in the ninth canto of Bhagavatam, hmm? in the verse where, the, where, where it's described that the gopis are cursing Brahma for blinking, making eyes that blink and so <laughs> forth. Hmm? The verse speaks about the inhabitants of Brahman. He says he identifies them. This means, he says, the gopis and the Purnarmasakas, like Subal, only them hmm? in the Vrindavan. They have the most intimate relationship with Krishna. But one is Rudra Mahabhav, in this, in this case, of Madhurya Rasa, and one is Sakyarasa, manifesting in Rudra Mahabhav. Hmm? A Sakyarasa version of Rudra Mahabhav. Hmm? Just like you have different versions of Sneha, hmm? mm-hmm. Pranay. You have Pranay in Sakyarasa, you have Pranay in, in Madhurya Rasa. Yeah. They're different. Hmm? Hmm? And so forth. So, um, where? <laughs> yeah, there's too many points here. Hmm? Too many points. Hmm? 
You can't follow. How can I? So, so, so yes. So, there may be the the sutras say one can have multiple groups, forms, but the way it manifests in Gaudiya Vaishnavism is a, form, a swarup and Gorlila, a swarup and Krishna Lila. Mm-hmm. Not that you get a swarup and Krishna Lila as a as a coward, and then you're there, you decide to become a gopi as well, and maybe a parent as well also. So a lot of these are all manifesting, something like that. Huh? No, not like that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, you may have a stayibhav that that is compatible, a rasa that is compatible with another rasa. Hmm? And in that sense, have an affinity for it. And then there will be an influence of that, wherein that becomes an udipana for that, for your your stayibhav. And then there are incompatible rasas also. Mm. And how they may interact as what is described. But, but, mm, one sort of one sarup hmm, is two sarups <laughs> in Gaudiya Vaishnavism because the one Krishna is also is two as Gaur Krishna. So mm-hmm. both sides, both sides are there. Hmm. So, <laughs> so it will be interesting to when we when we uh, translate the book of Mishnah Chakravarti to see how he has described the different associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in terms of their role in Krishna Lila in comparison to have how before him, hundred years or so, m- more than that, Kavikarnapur did that. And he's knowing that, he's familiar with that. So he may repeat, he may alter and so forth. And there are some differences, as I've mentioned. We see them in Krishna, that's Kaviras's work. Srup Dhamadar's Lalita and Inadi Inadi Lila and he identifies Ramananda as Subal Saka. Kavi Karnapur identifies Sarup Damanar as Vishaka. Hmm? Oh. Isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so, so, so some devotees become concerned. There's a problem. Hmm? But no, you have to understand. These, these, they're, they're, these bhavas are, are, are witnessed, perceived by the devotees in them for some time. Hmm? Um, and it's a world of, of bhava. Hmm? So, so that said, we're going on to some length here, but the point here is what we're getting, that we were speaking about, is that if Krishna comes to the world, hmm, his associates must be there as well. Hmm? Hmm? He is not alone. And the Gaudis had this kind of insight. They made a claim that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, and then they said, here it is said, before he descended, his guru Paribhar came. That means Madhavanda Puri came, Ishwar Puri came, and in his guru Paribhar is Sachimata, uh, Jagannath Mishra, Upendra Mishra, Jagannath Mishra, his grandfathers, this one, that one, um, uh, uh, Murari Gupta is in his guru, guru Paribhar, in the sense as I've explained earlier, that in, that in this kind of culture, all the elders are gurus. They're wise people. They're actually living with the idea of making vertical spiritual growth and are concerned with the material progress only in relation to spiritual growth. And thus they 
There are elders that are wise. They're not reinventing themselves at 50 and trying to be kids again and, and gain what they, what they missed out in as, as, as children. They are going for eternal youth, something like that. So here, as he introduces this idea, Mahaprabhu's descent, he follows it immediately by saying, prior to that, this is now the synopsis of the Adi Lila, Guru Paribhari, because he used these words, Guru Paribhari came. And he'll list, let's go through it and we'll hear it just for a moment here as we conclude tonight's discussion. Hmm? He says what? Shri Sachi Jagannath, Shri Madhva Puri, Hishavabharati Ashri Ishwar Puri, that is naming them. Advaita Charja Arpandita Srivas, Achadaratna Vidinidi, Thakur Haridas, Shri Hatta Nivasi, Shri Upendra Mishanam, Vaishnava Pandit Dhani Sad Guna Pradhan Saptamishutan Putra Saptarishishwar Kangsari Paramananda Padmanabha Sarvishwar Joganatha Janadan Trilokyanath Nadiyate Ganga Basa Koila Jagannath Joganatha Mishravar Padavi Purandar Nandavasu Dev Rupa Sad Guna Sagar Kandrapati Sachinam Pati Vratta Sati Yanurapita Nilambhar Nam Chakravati Radhesh Janmila Thakunetyananda Gangadasa Pandit Gupta Murari Mukunda So, this way, <laughs> he's described them. Asankya Bhaktir Kodilavutar Sheshabhutina Huila Bhajendra Kumar First he caused, he concludes this section, Asankhya, countless devotees to appear. And at last, he appeared himself. Because, as I said, the philosophy is, Krishna is not alone. Hmm? Krishna, Brajananda Krishna, is the, the object of Vatsalya, Sakya, and Madhurya, as the son of Nanda, as, the cowherd, as a coward boy, as the lover of Radha. So you cannot have Krishna. You can say, my guru is Krishna, but if you can't point out, where is Nanda? Where is this? He, can't, he could not have come along. This is the very uh, insightful uh, perspective of the Gaudias, how well they understood Krishna. Because as I say, people say, I am Ram, I am Krishna. And then maybe they have a Radha <laughs> only, and that is the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, even you have uh, saints like Mirabai singing beautiful songs about Krishna but only her and Krishna in the songs of, the, of, of our charge you find the, 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 the Krishna Das has his song what is that song um, Jai Radhe Jai Krishna Jai Vrindavan mm-hmm. what is it Sri Gopinath Madan Mohan and then he goes on. But the Dvijaraj, Madhumangal is there. This one, the Ganaga Patnes, the Nanda Yashoda. This is understanding Krishna. Krishna is within the embrace of his Harup Shakti. If that's not there, he's not present. His primary names, Nam Nama Kari Bahuda, Nijasarva Shaktis. His primary names he's speaking of. There are many. 
Bahuda. But they're full of Shakti because they are the names that describe him in relation to his devotees. Therefore, Krishna is not the Ishwar. He's not Ishwar. Hmm? Ishwar. He has no Leela. It's Shristi Leela. It's Leela turning to karma, <laughs> to a world of karma. Hmm? These are secondary names. Ishwar, Brahman, hmm? even Paramatma, and so forth. Krishna's on the other end of the theistic uh, spectrum in terms of manifestations of the Godhead. He is the, the manifestation of the Godhead that is most fully hmm, under the influence of his Srupa Shakti. In the person of in the person of Krishna, the Srupa Shakti is fully manifest. In Brahman, practically not manifest at all. If there's no bhakti there, and there's no movement. Bhakti is causing the movement. Bhakti is causing the qualities of Bhagavan, so to speak. So, in this way, Mahaprabhu's descent is prefaced as envisioned by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, by the appearance of so many devotees who will set the stage. But it's not just for the physically setting the stage. Krishna can't be there without them. That's the philosophy. So, any question? Yes. You say, well, what do you like now conclusion? When I think the the Sita Swarup, yeah. and then automatically have two Swarups in Gauralila and and Krishna Vida. That means simultaneously. That's your question. There's an interesting point I think worth bringing up in this connection, and that is that there's often an an emphasis on receiving your swarup from the Guru verbally. And without it, it's some thought in some circles that you cannot attain the ideal. So in those circles, the guru will give your name, as Manjari name is this, and so on and so forth. In those circles, it's thought that the guru has has entered into meditation and gone to Goloka, and Krishna has given him a swarup and said, give this one to that devotee, something like that. That's how it's thought of, often by the, by the disciples in these circles. Now, what's really taking place is that in those circles is that the gurus are looking at the padati of like of Dhyan Chandra Goswami, where it's described how to give the Manjari name, what the first letter should be, what the first letter of the name should be based on on this and that and other thing. So it's a construct. It's a construct that constitutes a prototype. And the basis for this prototype is found in Sanat Kumar Samhita. Hmm. Rupa Goswami, you may know, in, 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 in Lita Madhava, he uh, describes Sanat Goswami as an incarnation of Sanat of Kumar, a partial incarnation of Sanat Kumar. So Sanat Kumar penned the Sanat Kumar Samhita. 
And in the Sanat Kumar Samhita, we find the idea of Manjari Bhav. And the description of the age, typical age and so forth, and um, uh, disposition of the Manjari. So what those gurus are doing is they're, they're constructing, according to the system found in the lineage coming from Gopal Guru Goswami, Dhyan Chandra Goswami was a disciple of his. Hmm? This is a particular, you know, Paribhar coming from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates. Gopal Guru Goswami was an associate of Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So this has become fashionable in some, some circles. And based on the Padati, the, like the handbook there, where you find your mantras and your what procedures and so forth, is the procedure for constructing, really, this prototype. Hmm. So that's what the guru does. And then it becomes a, 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 an aid, it's thought, well, it's thought to be more than that, but it becomes an aid to one's meditation, and one, and one is taught to meditate on the leela from the perspective or the vantage point of that um, prototype, identity, typically, of a manjari. Hmm? And so, then the sadhaka is expected to incorporate as a principal part of their sadhana this this meditation. Hmm? Now, um, that's all well and good, uh, but it's often misunderstood. And it's also not the only way in which one can arrive at the fruit, if you will, of Srup City and attaining a Swarup, of, of having a, a form of your love. Hmm? Your love, your culture, actually taking shape hmm? mm-hmm. so that it can pl- be a player in the Leela, is the idea. Vishwana Chakrabhitakur in his Ragvart Machandrika makes the point that there's three ways in which this esoteric insight can come to the sadhaka. The guru can explain it, initiating guru, or a qualified siksha guru, or in the context of one's practice, culture, nams and kirtan, which is the way of, principal way of Mahaprabhu. And we don't find this particular system in the Shikshastagam. We don't find it in any of the Goswami's books. It's not in the Bhagavad Gita. It's not in the Bhagavatam. It's not in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. The idea of serving in a sadhaka day, a practitioner's body, and in a siddha day, of course, is there. It's there in Bhagavad Sindhu. But this particular system isn't mentioned. Anywhere, maybe, except in this... Uh, um, it's not even... Yeah, it's mentioned, I guess, in the Padati of Dhyanchandra Goswami. Hmm. This idea. So it's not it's not as some people think and then fight other Vaishnavas over. Hmm. Nor is it necessarily wrong and somebody to fight against, as some people on the other side think. Hmm. And much of this talk about sarups and how to attain one and so forth will really be useful when you attain something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it, if it just becomes uh, fuel for fighting with Vaishnavas, it, it really it's counterproductive altogether. 
It becomes fuel for vilifying even great Vaishnavas whose system, for example, like that of Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthi Thakur, or even Bhakti Vinod, hmm, is different, hmm, and from whom you got your initial shraddha, as it is the case, and then to, to, to vilify them in the context of this is, is, is really obviously not only counterproductive, it's basically spiritual suicide. Hmm. <laughs> so these are very, this is a very high topic. Hmm. Here we're talking about the subject of the Antilila. We heard earlier Krishna's Kaviraj made the point, the main emphasis of this book, the Mukya emphasis of the book in terms of these three Leelas is the Madhilila. Because if you don't understand the Madhilila and you don't practice following the example of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Sankirtan in the Madhilila, you will never attain what the inner practice that is uh, discussed in Antilila. Hmm? You cannot skip over. You cannot, you have to use the Sadaka Deya in, in such a way as to get a Siddhadeya. Hmm? And the Sadaka Deya is one that is a work in progress. So because it's a work in progress, hmm, it's the, one can do Kirtan, but one's ability to do Smarnam will be limited hmm, by the measure or extent to which one's heart is cleansed because to to do dhyan, to do meditation, it has further requirements than kirtan. Therefore, kirtan is described first as chetodarpanamarjanam. So if you ha- if your kirtan has not cleansed the heart and you're, what you're really all about in the name of Manjari Bhav is to fight with other Vaishnavas and say, my guru is better than yours, I mean, this is this is a problem. <laughs> Huh? It's not very compelling hmm, to for a thoughtful person. Hmm? Um, so, that said, hmm, a point in this connection is useful to, uh, to um, further support this point, um, and that is that in these circles, where, for example, the Manjari prototype is given and it's thought to be often something more than that. The prototype, of course, you meditate on that, and the idea is that you be, uh, what you practice, so you'll become something like that. Hmm? Well enough. But um, while the Manjari Sroop, Ekadash Bhav, the eleven, its service, its dra- his dra- her dress, her age, her name, eleven constituents, so forth, are given, and it's thought, if you don't get this, well, your guru, didn't, I guess he didn't have to give. You better come to my guru to get it. This kind of competitive spirit is there. In these circles, where the Manjari Bhav is given, the Gaur Swarup uh-huh. is not given. Nothing. You don't find anyone that came away from their guru and said, my name in Gaur Leela is this. Well, the speculation of Gauranganaganis. So, That's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. Gauranganagar is a different thing. Then, we discussed that the other night. But but the, the, the basic idea in Gaudiya Vaishnavism that the Gaurus Varup will be that of a Brahmin boy, hmm? dressed in white, long black hair, mm-hmm. wearing the Brahmin thread. Hmm? Some basic description is given. But my point is that the you don't give Egidas Bhava of the Gaur Swarup. Hmm? 
So if you need that to attain the, the Sarup and Krishna Leela, how will you get it hmm, if they didn't give it? Hmm. Um, so the point is that that kind of giving is not essential. It may be useful hmm, as, a, as an aid to, to, to practice, but then again, one's ability to practice in terms of meditation, which is central, smaranam, to Raghunuga Bhakti, is dependent upon Chaitanya Marjan, having cleansed the heart. Anyone can practice Raghunuga Bhakti if they have association of Rag Bhakti, but how they will practice, their ability to practice, to incorporate all the practices into their life will be dependent upon their condition. Hmm? The measure of their 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 spiritual progress, the, the cleansing of their heart. Because if you have all kind of desires in your heart, the mind will will be gone. You won't be you won't, won't be very um, fit to engage in in dhyan. We have the dhyan of japa, of nam, hmm? and in Jiva Goswami's Bhakti Sandarbha, he gives a progression from from from. Nam, smarnam, to rupa smarnam, to guna smarnam, to lila parikara, smarnam. Hmm? All in the name. All these things are in the name. The form of Krishna is in the name. His qualities, his lila. Hmm? As I said earlier, his associates are there. The Shodanandam, Radhanath. Hmm? His Shakti is there. Means the Sarup Shakti. These are his primary names. So, at any rate, how will it how will it develop? Hmm? In terms of even if you get received information, still that doesn't constitute realizing. So what's really important is the practice. Hmm? And if you can, by your practice, cleanse your heart, will nothing come in? By chanting the name, it will just be left empty. And you ha- everyone has a basic ambition to serve Krishna selflessly in, 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 in Braj. And in Gaudi Sampradaya, we know there's two prominent ways to do that, in Manjari Bhav and there's, and there's some Sakyarasa. Hmm? Mainly the whole main emphasis of Gaudi Sampradaya is Manjari Bhav, Manjari Bhav, Manjari Bhav. And the main person who, who made it available is Nityananda Prabhu. No one has given emphasis to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu more than Nityananda Prabhu. No one has put Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the fore, in the center, on the stage, Nityananda. Bhajagauranga kahagauranga, lahagauranga namare, yejana gauranga bhajasayamapranare. This is his statement. He was instructed by Gaur to chant Krishna Nam. He said, nonsense. We'll chant Gaur Nam. He began the chanting of Gaur Haribol. Gaur Haribol, that comes from Nityananda Prabhu. Nityananda is Baldev. So he is the biggest servitor hmm, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm, in the form of Nityananda Prabhu. What Krishna wants, hmm, what Gaur wants, Nityananda Prabhu wants to, wants to assist him in that. He's in Sakyarav. Hmm? There's no doubt about that. He wants to assist. Hmm? And he is the biggest player in this. Mahaprabhu turned to him for the widest distribution of his uh, his opportunity, giving it to the most downtrodden people and so forth. And so, that said, 
in the course of doing that, some people will find themselves attached to Nityananda Prabhu and influenced by his bhav. So there's going to be some sakirasa in Chaitanya Sampradaya. These are the two gods of the Godis, Gaur and Nityananda. Hmm? Dwight is there too. Hmm? But, but he has a different role. Hmm? He's bringing Chaitanya. We'll get to him. He's one of the elders mentioned here. But we'll get to him in the next discussion. So, so how will it come about anyway? How will the realization come about of the sarup? Will it come about simultaneously? Hmm? Sarup and Gaur Leela and Krishna Leela? Or first in one Leela and the other? That depends on you, Bhajan. Hmm? If Bhakti Thakura said, some people have affinity more for Gaur Leela than for Krishna Leela. Some have affinity more for Krishna Leela than for Gaur Leela. Hmm? So typically, typically the way it's spoken about is that, is that there's the cultivation of the Krishna Leela. Hmm? But there's at least most of but there's no reason that you can't cultivate the Swarup in Gaur Leela. So if you want to know your Swarup in Gaur Leela, there's, there's no doubt about it. It's Dasya Bhav. Hmm? Everybody in Gaur Leela has Dasya Bhav. Hmm? Hmm. I mean, you have Sachi, she's, that's this different. But um, all the associates of they're all serving all they're all serving him in Dasya Bhav they're not serving him in Madhuriya Bhav there are no Gornanga Bhav there hmm. that's a dream as we said explained the other night <laughs> that's a dream uh, so they all have Dasya Bhav they all show the way hmm. is prominent in this regard obviously hmm. so there's no reason that you can't, for example, cultivate Dasibhav for Gaur, enter the meditative realm of in in in, in, in enter the heart of Shivastakur and find yourself in his, his courtyard doing kirtan and have your Krishna Sarup given to you by Mahabhu himself in, in Rasa Kirtan of the holy name. <laughs> there we find it, isn't it? In the Prakatlila of Mahabhu, they're in Kirtan and Srivasangam. What a better place to than to get your Krishna Swarup, Krishna Lila Swarup than there. Mahabhu has come, and you are so and so, and you are so and so. And you've been with me forever, and you are so and so. Here we are in another Lila. This is another beautiful point because, as I say, these Gaudias, they thought if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna, then where are his associates? And then they realized. We are his associates. Mm-hmm. In another Leela, goodness, as Sadakas, Sadaka Siddhabhumi, this is the this is the Leela in which that where the, 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 the Siddhas are playing the in the in the role of Sadakas and showing the way. And so can follow you Best to follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm-hmm. Cultivate that's easy, sort of to cultivate. Hmm. We'll cultivate both. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the Guru may give us the Sarup idea prototype, so we also establish deities to sell. What happens at this time of the day? This deity here at Krishna Balaram, there, waking up in the Leela at 6 o'clock. Well, before that, we meditate on a Gora Leela. Hmm. Then we can. Of course, it may be a little different in different places, right? 
here he gets up a little earlier. But. So these are the artiks. This is like the yoga pit, the altar. We come together here, and here we get our instructions for the day. Go. Carry out our service. The deity worship is just as esoteric of a culture as as the meditation on one sarup. Hmm. Prabhupada tried to give artiques correspond with the different timings in the leelas. If you study his system, he had like eight artiques a day. Hmm. I've heard some Godias from other missions remark, that was interesting how he did that. Because like Bhakti Siddhanta had three artiques a day and so forth. So, so it's all here. Hmm. It's all here. You have at your disposal what you need. You have to just give your give your heart to that. Sriman Mahaprabhu Gochandra ki jai. Sinitai Chandra ki jai. Shri Siddhaji Gopal ki jai. Shri Sri Gorada Madhav ki jai. Shri Krishna's Kabiraj Goswami Mahasaya ki jai. Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita ki jai. Gor Bhaktivrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi.